Yo, Brokey, what's Yo, happening? Uh, not a whole lot. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, again, Good. this week, we uh, we skipped last week. I'll get into that a little bit here in a, a moment. Uh, we have myself, we have Dad, Paul, and then we've also, once again, have uh, Travis joining us and blessing us with his presence. Uh, welcome back I to the here. show, buddy. Welcome, Travis. I am happy to be here. Um, right. so, well, should I say welcome back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we were kind of talking before. This is going to be somewhat uh, a little ad hoc. We got a couple of things to talk about. It's been a busy couple of weeks, a lot of stuff going on um, and things like that. Uh, at the top, just some um, house cleaning type activities. If you want to send us an email, it's pj at pdubsquare.com or you can message dad at paul at pdubsquare.com. And then also you can check us out on the website pdubsquare.com. Dot com. That's all words. It's no, there's no, uh, no numbers or anything like that. Just P dub squared. Uh, so we missed last week, uh, tragedy in the Warner household. We lost a member of our pack. We lost Palmer, uh, old, old dude. He's been around with us. We, we got him back when we moved here to Alabama and, uh, yeah, sad times. Uh, he's, he's just been getting old and he had a, a bit of a heart condition and, it was tough, but um, yeah, we uh, we said goodbye to him, and then um, Dad uh, allowed us to to push this back so we could talk about the the draft the week after, which is which is awesome. Uh, what else? What did I do uh, this last weekend? Oh, we had the uh, derby party, <laughs> which Dad uh, was uh, making fun of me a little bit for before the podcast because uh, I had uh, as he should have. Yeah, well, I mean, so we had a, it was an invite, right? We got invited to this thing. It was super fun. It's in I, I enjoy getting dressed up for things like that every now and again, and uh, we had. And where some, was that at? Uh, one of our friends, uh, the Druxmans, they they had a whole bunch of people over to their house to watch the Derby, and there's a couple of things about the Derby that I just was not aware of, and, and we'll get into that after we we talk about our past couple of weeks. But um, yeah, they invited. There's probably I don't know 25 people over there or something like that. And uh, the invite said, dress up in your derby best. And so I was like, all right, cool. So I, went, I bought some suspenders. I got a bow tie and I got a hat. Everything else I had. I was going to ask if you got a hat. Did you get a ridiculous hat? No. It's like has a horse on it. <laughs> Actually, I wish I, wish I would have had something a little bit more flair on the hat itself. It was just a standard um, straw hat. It's like a fedora style hat. Uh, it looked pretty good though. I, I looked dapper. I looked pretty sharp. So I'm not. So, I'm not so if it. you actually go to the Kentucky Derby, do the men actually wear hats there? I noticed that all the women do. Yeah, I noticed the, the women wear. actually wear. Do the men actually wear hats there? Yeah, sometimes. I mean that. It, so I'm not. Gonna, I sometimes? mean, okay. I I did some research. I was like Derby outfits, and I looked it up, and there yeah. were a couple of hats, and so I was like, yeah, I want to wear. It. And the hat pulled the what, whole what, ensemble what? together. What's that? What website was that on? <laughs> <laughs> the Google. Yeah, I said, hold, hold on, right. hold on. Wait. <laughs> so right, this, anyway. is, this is a G-rated, G-rated yeah, we, uh, podcast. I'm go ahead. Trying to try to be slightly PC, I guess. There, right? Yeah, um, I'm so, trying to be as PC as I can. So anyway, we did that, oh, and God. then it, the the kicker was, I think I was the only one dressed up. As a guy, at I thought the party. you said you were the only one wearing the hat. No, there was one hat. other. There was one other guy that was wearing a hat, but nobody else was okay. dressed up. So you know, nobody. And you else... hung out with him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. So I, I'm ten of ten. 
they're going to have it next year because they're going to give everybody a little bit more time to plan for it and everything. And I am totally going to dress up again. I might even I might even have a different hat on and a different bow tie for it the next time. Yeah. Um, you were styling profiling though. I like the picture. Yeah, I, th- I thought we, Jill looked good as well. She had a, a pretty a pretty mellow hat on. It wasn't to- totally ridiculous and didn't have one of those oh, huge one, yeah. brims or anything. There were a couple of women there who had that. Uh, Jill was wearing just a very tasteful uh, red hat that fit onto like a headband type thing. Looked very, very nice. Uh, other than that, uh, I had a birthday party that was actually really fun uh, this weekend. It was for, I mean. I, di- I didn't miss yours, did I? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, fa- okay. Facebook will remind you when my birthday is, Dad. <laughs> True this. Um. But uh, I get an email from him later. He's like, "When is it?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what it is. In June, that's all I got. Yeah, yours is easy because you know it's in January. And it's like, oh yeah, it's the end of January, so it's, yeah. yeah, it's very easy. Um, but yeah, the birthday party they had, uh, they like basically rented out a gym, and it was like a high school gym or whatever, you know, just a standard gym with uh, basketball courts and stuff. And they just had a bunch of things just laid out everywhere. There was balls. There's uh, basketballs big kickballs there were dodgeballs and they just let these kids run wild in the gym there and, you go and they just went yep. crazy it was super simple you know there wasn't a lot of planning around it they had like a little photo booth type thing but other than that it was just real chill and uh was a lot of fun we actually were all pretty much all of the dads that uh went to the birthday party were grabbing the the dodgeballs and pegging all the kids with them and, um, you know, they're those uh, foam balls. Uh, Travis, I know you know about it. Like when we play, what was it called? Greek the, Dodge. The, yeah, the Gator Balls. Yeah, you know, they're not very they're not very heavy or anything like that, but they're still fun to sling across a, a gymnasium. So um, we did that, and it was, that was pretty fun. So do you guys have anything that happened this past couple of weeks? Uh, we had yeah. the Pirate Festival in Yorktown. Um, Another festival? That's all last we have. Last time you were last time here, you man. were on here, you were talking about festivals. Yeah, that's all we have is we have the Daffodil Festival, Blackbeard Festival, the Pirate Festival. Um, Did you dress up for the Pirate where, Festival? Ah, no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> are you going to do it? No, I didn't. Uh, what else did we do? Uh, and I cut the grass. That's that's the excitement I have. Oh, oh yard no. work. We played we played some uh, Fantasy Star. I forgot to talk about that a little bit. Uh, oh yeah, we did. We went back to our roots back in the uh, yeah, early two thousands and played some some team fantasy star. That was awesome. It came out in two thousand. Yeah, and, and, wow. that tells you how long ago. Yeah, and the game holds up. It's still fantastic. It, it really is. Really is good. I actually was playing it right before you sent me the message to get on here because yeah. uh, I'm now addicted to it again. Like I'm, you know, sixteen years old again. Did, did you finally? <laughs> did you finally get to a respectable level? Oh no! Absolutely no, not. No. I'm still level seven. Oh okay. Well, at least at least you have something to strive for. Yeah. So it was a uh, ten years. The ten pirate years later, you're still where you were on that level. <laughs> huh? Exactly. <laughs> what level are you? I'm still seven. Yeah, still seven. <laughs> didn't didn't really make any progress. No. Um, that's pretty much all I did. Well, what's, I mean, what's the uh, pirate festival? They have it at Yorktown Beach. Um. Where they come over there and they bring all these pirate ships out to the uh, the dock and you could go on there and they have a little treasure hunt for the kids and they have people out there telling shanty stories or whatever the hell they're called and 
I mean, it's pretty fun. It's, yeah. it's all free. Nice. Do they have that big? Um, do they have that big sail ship out there during that time? They do. Like big, yes, they do. Yeah, the big green one. Yeah. Yeah, it's an actual French uh, vessel that is actually still in service. Um, they tell you all about it when you go on there. You can walk on there, and you can pay money, and you can go out on it out into the York River. Which yeah, for I'm not cruise. paying thirty dollars yeah. for that. Yeah, they can keep that. I miss it. I watch from over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. But I mean, that's that's what else we did something else too. I just can't remember what it was. I guess it wasn't all that important. Usually not. How about you, Dad? What'd you guys do uh, this last weekend? Well, the weekend before that, I actually had to do the um, little projects on the cars or on the um, the SUV on the X5. I had to do a interior door handle, which took me like a half a day of one day and a half a day of the other and ran in a couple problems but so you have actually, to take the whole uh, door and, apart or what had to take the interior door panel apart hmm. and uh replace the inner door what you call a door carrier that the outer door handle actually connects to mm-hmm. and it has cables that it connects to i had to undo the window switches the airbag um all that other good stuff, and it, it, it was a uh, chore, but I got it done. Um, had to do a couple little rigging things with the uh, JB Weld, where I ran into a problem, which set me back a whole, you know, quite a few hours where I had to let the stuff set because this one section of yeah. a nut kept, kept turning on a, on a stud, uh, and I was getting frustrated. But And that anyway, stuff doesn't I, set up for I, I up the JB Weld. How long does that stuff take, Phil? to set it's like a 30 minutes setting right? probably it it sets it it starts hardening in about 30 30 minutes yeah. but um for it to actually harden takes about four four to six hours okay and that's that's how long i waited so and then the following weekend just this past weekend on saturday uh, me and ella went to uh, the yorktown beer fest nice yeah, and uh, they had live bands and everything. Had a good uh, show up from uh, the community um, supporting the area and everything. So that turned out real good, too. Did they have nice, any Bud nice. Light there? <clears throat> um, I don't think they had Bud Light. A lot of um, craft brews and everything from local breweries and stuff from around here. Did you like it? Wait a minute. I, I have a feeling you don't like Bud Light, and I, I feel offended at that. Oh, no, I feel no. like that was a jab to your dad. No. That, that's that's my drinking beers, Bud Light, Travis. So, yeah. yes, I do. No, I'm with you. Bud I'm Light. right there with you, so man. You, you were going to get offended, huh? <laughs> I was. I was like, wait a minute. Get your, your craft pumpkin spice grass beer out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's like the yeah. only thing my dad drinks is is Bud Light these days. It, back in the day when we yeah. were growing up, it was uh, Bush, but – He's he's up yeah he's upgraded from Bush so (laughs) yeah (laughs) just a step up from that you know one step but Uh, uh, like I said they had live bands um, and it turned out to be a nice day it was a little hot we found a nice little spot over on the um, left side of the band that was playing that they had this like stone setting that you can set your butt down on and uh we were up underneath some trees so nice uh yeah and we uh went out there and met uh two other couples out there tina and terry yeah and dale dale and lisa okay and um 
but uh, all in all, it was it was a great weekend. Right. And then uh, Sunday, we did the uh, Cinco de Mayo at at this one restaurant called Chihuahuas <laughs> with um, Jim and Kim. Yeah, and uh, sat there for a couple couple hours, had a few drinks and some meat. So it nice. Was did y'all do anything, Travis, for Cinco de Mayo? That seems like something uh, you and Emily would do. We used to before we had kids. We made sure to make it an event. Now we we say, "Oh, do you want to do something?" And we're like, "Now we're too tired." Yeah. So we don't. <laughs> you're getting. You're getting. That's a sign of getting old, Travis. You know what? I'm with you. I'm with you 150 percent on that one. So uh, yeah, so with that, uh, with everything going on and 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 things like that, did you, either of you guys watch the derby that happened? Yes, I did. Watch the whole did. thing. I, I yeah, I didn't. So here's the thing: I was not aware that when you are watching the derby, that the only race that happens is that one race. Like I thought that yeah. there was like three or four or seven other races. No. You know, like you're watching a USC fight, right? The main event. Yeah. But you have like six or seven undercard fights that you watch, and they it leads have, up. They to don't it. have no undercard races during the Kentucky no. Derby. No, there was one race. No. Yeah, I was completely blown is, away. All it is is build up for like two and a half hours. You're watching it, and they they profile every owner, every their past races. What's going on? What's the stakes? What's the, the bet? That's all it is for two and a half hours. That's all yeah. it is. And it was, it was insane. And, but the thing is, the the people are there all day long, and they're well, yeah, partying, but they're, yeah, like they're tailgating drinking. at a football party, right? And one thing they do have there is a big, big mudslide. If you ever look it up, Google it: Kentucky Derby mudslide. I have to look it up and. That sounds and like a sexual position. Like, yeah. It looks like, <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like they have a blast. Yeah. The hell, the hell with the, the hell with the preliminary races and the horse racing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so, but with that though, there was obviously the big controversy, right? The uh, uh, oh boy, maximum security got disqualified. He was the runaway favorite to win it, and then he won by. Uh, one and three quarters uh, horse links, I guess you'd call them. And mm. he got disqualified. I, and I don't fully understand it. I don't, I mean, there's a lot of things that I don't understand about horse racing to begin with. But ultimately, it came down to they said that he, he came out of his lane, which really kind of just took me by surprise. I'm like, it's racing. Like, you come out of your lane exactly to block people think. off. You like, got exactly what I thought. I watched it, and I'm like, isn't that what you're supposed to do yeah in my mind i'm like why wouldn't you do that that seems like a smart well, move I, I, I was reviewing it before um we came on the air tonight and i looked at it and looked at it and he was on the inside lane he was actually leading the pack most of the race yeah and then he 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 was on the inside lane yep and but he actually he did veer right in the very final turn. Yep. Uh, and he made contact with the um, I believe a horse called War of Will, and Sounds he right. was actually impacting the progress of Long Range Toddy, and it ended up great for a sixty-five to one long shot 
horse named Country House. Yeah, I mean that's across the finish I th- line. <laughs> I think that that's great. I just and there's a couple things for me that made the disqualification a little strange. One is I thought if he comes out of his lane, okay, you're horse racing. You're not. It's not like a, a foot race, you know, in the Olympics or something where you have to stay inside this little white line and you have to stay inside your your lane or whatever. They always kind of get together and then get a little bit single file for some of them. And the other part was it was also extremely muddy. So if yeah. the, you know if the horse is kind of going that direction, you you gotta be, you you have to be careful not to to distract the horse because they could they could break their leg or get injured, fall down. There could be all number of things that they could do specifically going around those corners. So I just. I don't know. I didn't really agree with the the decision to disqualify uh, uh, security, but it was pretty cool for whoever decided to drop ten dollars on country horse or yeah, country house. <laughs> I'm sorry, country house. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just like, yeah, you know, why not? Ten dollars, long shot. Let's do it uh, and see what happens. Six hundred forty bucks. Yeah, boom, ends up winning. You're you're done. So uh, yeah, that yeah. was that was really really cool, and and actually the top two were it was a sixty five to one, and then a fourteen to one with Code of Honor who came in second place. So uh, yeah, two what was sixty five to one being in second second place anyways during that race uh, again. And that doesn't make any sense. The mud changes everything. So uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty impressive that. Uh, I think what you meant to say is the money changes everything. Not sure if you meant that. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, you know what, what was what was the biggest thing that uh, uh, the owner, Mr. West, stated that he thinks that the Kentucky Derby, the organization, uh, people who organize that, is it's it's all about greed, is what he said. Allowing twenty horses to start in the field, whereas all these other races. Uh, usually start roughly about 14 to 15 horses. And he thought that with them allowing 20 horses, it impedes the, the horses. Actually, what happened during this race, you know, with it being overcrowded and bumping into each other and, you know, risking the, the lives, not only of the horses, but of the jockeys also. Yeah. Which, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would agree with that, but again, more more horses adds a little bit more excitement. That's uh, what I was getting ready to say, PJ. Adds, I was going to mention just like just like just like Travis said, adds more money. Also, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sorry if you guys hear it. Uh, helicopters, one going overhead. <laughs> That's fine. No, you're good. Um, but uh, yeah, um, what were you saying, Travis? But sorry. before we get off that topic, uh, mm-hmm. did I don't know if you guys noticed that. Um, it was more exciting with more horses. I don't know if you guys paid attention to that. I, I mean, but, I don't want – this is probably not, mention, not we're kidding. We're talking about people getting hurt, and we're not talking about – you know, there was millions and millions and millions of dollars up for a minute and 42-second race. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. Like, yeah, that's a, that was what was what they call bizarre to me. The most exciting, like, what, two minutes in sports history, as they call it, or some crap yeah. like that? I forgot what they say. <sighs> yeah. Totally. Um, but I, I just was, I was completely surprised. I thought that there were going to be more races that you could watch and like it, the fanfare and everything for it to only be one race 
and for all of the 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 hubbub around it with getting dressed up and wearing all these crazy hats and stuff like that for there to be one race it lasts two minutes and i mean most people might even miss the whole race because they're not paying attention especially when you're at a party or they something had to go pee to and they missed it yeah you go to the bathroom <laughs> boom done <laughs> So. Just like when I do that, <laughs> go to the bathroom. Someone the scores. Scored yeah. For some reason. Yeah. I, have no, I can't explain it. Curse of the Warners. I, I have inherited that <laughs> as well. You know what it reminds me of? And this is going to sound crazy, but like all the buildup was when, remember when LeBron had his big old thing about where he was going? ESPN, it was like two and a half hours. And yeah, then he before he went to LA? Like, uh-huh. No, when he went to Miami. Oh, no. That's I'm taking okay. my challenge to yeah. uh, Miami. Uh-huh. <laughs> It was a letdown. I'm just making a point that it was it was all that hubbub for nothing. Yeah, all this build up and everything, and then it's like, yeah, I'm yeah. going, I'm I'm going to Miami. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, so, and then uh, the primary topic that we we're going to talk about is uh, surrounding the draft, which was huge. We talked a lot about it the prior week. I, I talked uh, at length with how I wanted the Giants to draft, and if they didn't meet my expectations. I was going to drop them. Excuse me if I laugh on that, though. As a, if I was going to oh, drop them too. as a team. So here's the I thing. I wish I had a laugh track. I would use it. Yeah. When I was, when I, when they actually, when the draft actually started going and they drafted Jones with the number seven overall, I'm not going to lie. I was pissed. I was, I was sitting mm-hmm. there and I, I started going through the motions. I was like, I'm, I'm getting a new team. That's it, done. I'm done. I've, I, but here's the thing. The, the draft overall for the New York Giants specifically was not that bad. It, it, it wasn't an A-plus draft, right? They've drafted some really strong defensive players, which is what I really wanted them to do. Seven of the ten uh, players that they drafted in this draft were defensive players. They needed to load up. Uh, one of the the draft pick that they got, the number 17th overall that they got, they actually received was... That was the OBJ trade. They actually received a uh, strong safety, which is a really, really good first-round pick, strong safety uh, from the uh, Cleveland Browns. So they loaded up in this particular draft. I was happy, overall happy, with the decisions that were made. Um, what was the lowest-rated team? Can I make a strong point real quick? Go ahead. I'm go ahead. Go ahead. NFL.com and overall ranking – for the New York Giants on the draft was a D plus ranking That's number. That's what I was getting 30. ready to say. No, you're ranking looking, number you're thirty-two. So Why where does that feel this for me? <laughs> where, where does ranking number thirty-two on the draft ranking put you all? <laughs> bottom of the totem pole, doesn't it? No. And the fact is so that you're, you're, that you're happy overall. I'm gonna. I'll let you guys talk I'm your crap. I got a D. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all talk your crap for a little bit. <laughs> Here's okay, hang on. Give me a minute. No, well, like, I, I, no, no, let me make just a mute point. Detroit Lions were okay. number 30. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know what? Detroit Lions were 32nd. <laughs> so here's the thing. I, a lot of – I think lot the of, Redskins were like second, Travis, so maybe that will help you too. A lot of the, the reason that people are giving the Giants such a poor – rating on this draft is only because of well, the maybe because they Jones. didn't take Dwayne Haskins. Yes. Right. They took Daniel Jones. But here's the thing. So they've been we, doing I think all Kyler Murray. Never played football before. Like you ever played football? No? Come on in. You're good. Let's go. 
they they did they did a lot of research around who their quarterback was who they wanted for their quarterback oh. and clearly they decided that the style of play that Daniel Jones brings is what they're looking for they're looking for a highly intelligent very strong NFL IQ to come in and play after three set after three sets of, the, of, of plays what are you talking I about? I love the mental gymnastics you're trying to make this work. I love it. Yeah. Gentlemen, seen him in in the Senior Bowl, and he's seen three sets of plays that he played in, and he fell in love with them. If you think that that is the only analysis that they did on who they're going to he base, he didn't fumble. Sounds good to me. The the I don't franchise think he even threw an interception in those three sets. If you think that that's who they're going <laughs> to they're going to do for their franchise quarterback, and that's the only analysis that's going to go down, that's just ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying well, that I'm I'm happy with it, but I'm I'm happy with it based on the fact that they drafted all the other uh, the defensive players that they did. Here's the thing: they're going to suck happy again. If they would have been 31 instead of 32. Uh, yeah. I'm, they got a. They have on. So I. I guess it depends on wh- which ratings you're looking at. I was looking at the CBS Sports ratings for uh, how they ranked the quarterbacks and gave them uh, the the ratings A, B, C, D, or whatever. The Giants got a B plus based off of their uh, their decisions or whatever Overall. their 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 uh, new staff. And uh, uh, Detroit Lions got a C. Indianapolis Colts got a B minus for for their particular draft. Now the big things here, though, with the Giants, right? Their worst pick was an edge rusher. They could have they could have possibly done a little bit better than a shame. Let me scroll all the way down to the bottom. Hold on. Zimenez. You're the way to go. There. Finally. <laughs> go ahead. I'm but sorry. <laughs> one of their one of their better picks, though, right, was their first defensive pick in the first round which was uh, Dexter Lawrence, and he's going to be amazing for helping uh, bolster the defense. He's a big guy, and that's what they were looking at doing. They were actually looking for a big guy either on offensive line or defensive line, and they got the guy that they wanted. He fell to the 17th. Clearly, they really wanted Jones, and they didn't think that he was going to fall to 17th. I believe that Gettleman indicated that he thought there were two other teams that were looking at possibly drafting him. Here's And the other piece of that is when you look at drafts over the years right you look at tom brady tom brady wasn't a first round draft pick he was picked much later i knew you're gonna bring that up i knew you're gonna bring that up i hate tom brady but when you're looking at some of the greatest aaron Rodgers all time i mean what are you gonna do would you would you have been upset if the patriots took a million shot that's one in a million let's wait let's wait 17 years later and see what Daniel Jones yeah. put out. I want you to save this podcast and you replay it. When that's he, he that's does the what fantastic thing about the podcast is it will be saved forever. <laughs> well, my 8-track tape wasn't. That's what we said back <laughs> when the 8-track tape existed. This thing is great. <laughs> Kenny Rogers is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I agree. I mean, it's it's tough, but at the same time, I'm not I'm not that upset about the overall with uh, how the how the Giants drafted. I think that the NFL.com, I, I for me NFL.com is going. I, I I don't particularly love their ratings because it's the NFL and they're somewhat going for. They're always trying to promote the like their big teams, 
And so, I don't know, it's tough for me to, to always use that as kind of my gauge. I was looking for ESPN. I can't find their, like, ratings because, again, I wasn't prepared to look up and see who's who had the best ratings or anything like that today. But um, This was on NFL.com, though. Yeah, I know. I, I, yeah. Do you go to NFL.com for anything else? Yeah. How often do you go to NFL.com? Uh, when I'm looking at stats and scores and... Draft Every ratings day. and draft ratings. <laughs> <laughs> you you go you go there for stats before you go to ESPN. Yeah, I don't know why not. Because yeah, it's ridiculous. ESPN leader in. Well, sports. I mean, why would you need to go to the horse's who, mouth? Who, and that's the NFL. <laughs> who are they? Who are they supported by? I would think that <laughs> exactly. they're supported by NFL. Right. So they're going to be they're they're going to have like biases. To make sure that Hang on. they're uh, es wait wait a minute but ESPN won't why why would ESPN doesn't have any doesn't gain anything by having a bias are we are we talking oh, about CNN with Trump no we're not talking we're not talking oh, politics Lord. we're not talking politics I refuse to talk politics <laughs> oh hang on wait a minute hang on we're, we're not talking we're about talking politics about but, bias here uh, you know CNN's laying off three hundred people okay go ahead I'm sorry <laughs> they are they're laying off three but anyway, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no politi- no politics, man. We're not going to talk about politics. No. No. I'm not, not, I'm not Yeah, my thing is I'm not anti. I'm just not I just I just don't find it fun to talk about. I I stay away from it. I don't I don't even look at it. It's I look at local stuff and that's about it. No, well, I love let arguing me ju- people let me about just it, but... ask you let me ask you one question, PJ. Okay. What was what was their thinking of not taking Dwayne Haskins. I mean, he was picked number 15th overall. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll be honest with you. I thought based on, again, we talked about it the week prior, and I was mm-hmm. kind of hyped about the fact of them taking him, not necessarily dr- trading away the number 17 overall draft pick to draft or to basically trade up and get him. Mm-hmm. But if he right. were to fall at that position, I was very happy to take him. Uh I, I don't know. It's it's very strange. There must be something that they're seeing, either with regards to uh, his his play style, his ability to fit in with their their system, or where Gettleman's looking to take this. Right? They, it may not be that he doesn't fit into their current system, uh, but maybe he just doesn't fit into where you know the system that Gettleman's looking for. Haskins is kind of a mobile quarterback, right? He's 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 can run a little bit. Maybe they're looking for a quarterback who's going to stay in the pocket. I don't know too many uh, too many quarterbacks that you know are going to to fit that role because it seems to be more, uh, especially at the college level, the the mobile quarterback is definitely a, a better weapon. But Daniel Jones does fit that. He he's not extremely mobile. Uh, he does run when he needs to and does it uh, intelligently, but for the most part, he's he's going to sit in the pocket and he's he's gonna he's gonna throw. I. From the analysis that I've read on him, he they the they generally say that he is good in the short range, right? Dumping out to his, his safety valve. He doesn't have a lot of fantastic accuracy downfield, but that might be something that they're able to develop at the NFL level a little bit better, and maybe he's able to kind of cultivate that ability at the NFL level. And uh, the you know the kind of safety valve shots will be something that he can at least get some confidence in 
at the NFL level. So it, it, it will be interesting to see. I definitely do not see him taking any snaps before like week nine of this season or week 10, if that, uh, unless they're going to bring him in, you know, late inning or late innings, late uh, quarters when they're down by a lot or if they're, if they happen to be, which is extremely unlikely up by a lot. Um, so it, it, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But worst case scenario, they're going to suck again and they're going to have a, a nice high draft pick going into 2020 and they'll pick up a real quarterback like Tua Tungavailoa out of Alabama. <clears throat> so, um, but that actually, this was somewhat off topic, but this is something else that, uh, I, I was reminded of, I was, I was listening to a podcast on the way home and they were talking about some story where, uh, this doesn't have anything to do with sports by the way, but they were talking about some story where, <laughs> okay. yeah, <laughs> where there was this, uh, guy who got arrested for being the getaway, uh, car for a particular uh, crime. And I didn't read the story, so I'm, this is all secondhand and probably completely wrong. But nonetheless, the... the oh, I love the, that. That's awesome. That makes great stories. Go ahead. <laughs> nonetheless, the basis of this still still holds true. So this uh, this this guy is probably in his 30s. His, his dad was in his 70s. They arrested the dad for being the getaway driver. And he said that his son tricked him he didn't know he was a getaway driver basically his son was like hey dad i need you to take me uh to the store and uh you know leave the car running i'll be back i'm just gonna run in real quick i'll be out in just a minute he comes out and he uh he jumps in the car and takes off and he ends up his dad gets uh arrested for being the getaway driver for it and uh my question was and i was gonna ask you about this at the top because i again i just totally forgot about it but how would you feel if I tricked you into being the getaway driver, dad, like how would that make you feel? If I was, if I was run, if I was running a crime ring and I was like robbing CVSs or something like that, like, would you be okay with that? Or would you be extremely like disappointed? Depends on how much money you got. And if we got away with it, no, no, you're not getting away with it. You're like, you're going to get caught. Oh, you yeah. are most I'd be, certainly going to be caught. extremely upset. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to it on the way home, and they were saying, like, they were talking about how their dad would feel about it. One of them was like, "Yeah, my dad would be extremely disappointed," and then the other guy was like, "Yeah, you know, I just, I don't even know if my dad would know, would, would even understand." I was like, "That's a, that's a good question. I'm gonna ask my dad what he would do if he, if he'd be down to ride, or if he's like, you know, if, if he's getting tricked into it, he's gonna be upset." <laughs> now, now, if I did that for you, and I took you to the bank. And you're on the passenger side, and all of a sudden something exploded in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> then I would, then I would suspect something's going on here. Like, what are we? What's going on here? Hold on. I've got paint. Why in did my you lap. buy paint? Yeah. Why did you buy paint? <laughs> <laughs> At a bank. <laughs> did they? Hang on. Did they rob a bank or a store? I don't remember yeah. exactly. We, I'll look that yeah. up to to, to verify. Because if he if he robbed a store, he's not getting any money, and it's not worth it. Yeah, it was like you I know. think he was like robbing, uh, like robbing gas stations and stuff. Yeah. yeah, get your fifty dollars and get arrested. Pizza delivery right. guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give me the fifty dollars, and I want some wings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and a Slurpee. Um, and do you have insurance on that pizza that I'm stealing? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a new thing now. <laughs> What? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, you get insurance. If you spill, you, you drop your pizza. pizza or something, you get a new oh, pizza. Oh yeah, like Domino's. It, yeah, they have it. If you yeah. drop it or something, yeah. Well, yeah, I've I have seen that. Um, yeah. Have y'all ever dropped a pizza in your life before? 
I mean, I'm no. sure. I'm going to go with no. I'm sure I have. I, I'm fairly clumsy. A whole pizza? No. <laughs> I, I, Do you think you have to pay like extra 50 cent or a dollar to never get even, that insurance? You've never even dropped. Or is that like, free? I, I think it's free from Domino's. I believe they have. Yeah. It's like pizza okay. assurance or something like that. But Travis, you're saying you've Someone's never even gonna... dropped a like uh, DiGiorno pizza out of the oven thinking that you had like something underneath of it and it wasn't stiff enough and it just didn't fall out? Absolutely not. I've no. never done that. Man, I, I, have, no. I have for sure screwed that up more than once. <laughs> I can I'm agree with you positive. on that one. I can't I can not tell you how many times you have either done broke something at my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know this, but he would just every time he was around like something's about to get broke. Yeah. And like he hears something crash. Didn't he make like blueberry ice? ice no, ice, no, no, no. Ice cones or something out of the ice maker or something. No, that was Jamie. We were all over the house <laughs> and uh, I forget. I, I don't remember the whole thing, but I, so our ice maker was broken and it didn't make ice, but I mean, it's a nice cavity, right? I mean, you could stuff stuff down it, you know, like those ice maker things. They've got a nice, like, it's a nice hole there. You can stuff stuff in there and hold it. Well, I, I was I was making okay. I make smoothies with blueberries and stuff with frozen blueberries, and I happened to put the blueberries in the the holder piece for it or whatever, and Jamie uh, took the his cup. He wanted some ice, and not not being you know he doesn't live here, so he doesn't know anything about it. He took his cup and he attempted to uh, get blueberries. And, or not blueberries. I'm sorry. He attempted to get ice from the ice maker, ice. <laughs> and it started turning. Like the turning piece in it still worked, but there it just didn't make ice. And so it started like spitting out blueberries. And he was like, "What in the hell is like going like?" And he was tired, asleep, and um. We talking about Jamie, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. He when he came to visit here in Alabama. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Do you, okay, I didn't know. Yeah, he came no, here. It was with uh, he was with Haley at the time. Katie. 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 Haley. It was Haley. Jill's in here. She says hi. I, I don't know. I don't know who it is. She thought he was crazy because she went back up. He went back up to tell her that he was seeing blue stuff coming out of the freezer. And yeah. She's like you're wasted. Yeah, you're wasted. Go go back to sleep. And he's like, no, really. And then we go downstairs, and it but looked like. Yeah, it looked like there was a murder that occurred on my freaking uh, refrigerator because there was dr like uh, defrosted blueberry juice all over the place. It was ridiculous. It was a complete mess. But no, yeah, that was Jamie, not Travis. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was you, Travis. <laughs> nah, I was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no. Back, um, back to the Domino's thing. Have y'all ever seen a um, a pothole Domino's repair? Uh, crew I see, no i see the commercial that they will no have you <laughs> no yeah no. i've seen the commercial but i've never seen them actually repair uh, a pothole i haven't either i was just curious if y'all ever seen one is there any other no. anomalies you're, you're curious about whether or not we've seen no not at the moment no? just why well, i'm okay with it this is going off a different path i'm okay with it yeah I'm, just nominally was why is New York number thirty two on my list here? That's I, all. Wait, what? No, you had, okay. You now you have to share me. You have to share the list because I look. Okay. I can't find the list anywhere that's showing the actual uh, rankings. Of course, of the you teams. wouldn't find the list. 
They're number three in the third round. One, two, they're their fourth pick in the third round. Number ninety-five overall was Oshani Zeminines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm he um, and that, that was like one of their he's from, he's from Old Dominion. Yeah, ODU. Represent from yeah, yeah. We had two people go in the draft this year. That's almost like a Division three school still, but they're not. They finally made, I think, maybe Division one, but round three, number their fourth pick overall. So I'm looking at uh, WalterFootball.com. I think that goes back to number one, Daniel Jones, number one overall on their pick. I don't know. I'm just questioning. I got the Giants as number six overall on that one. At NFL.com, let's see what they've got. Again, I didn't look at this. Yeah, they did say 32nd overall with a D plus. You think he was lying to you? Yes. Yes, I did. (laughs) That is ridiculous. That is no way. Again, I'm telling you. NFL said, y'all suck. The the primary criticism (laughs) is Daniel Jones at number six overall because they felt like they should have taken Haskins. And I agree. Had they have taken Haskins, there would have been nobody would have said anything about it. It'd be like, oh, they played for Duke. Didn't he play for Duke? Daniel Jones did. Yeah. 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 I didn't even know Duke had a football team. Yeah, nobody did. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah, but that that same thing could be said about ODU. So you know, I mean, it it just depends. Didn't know that they had a football program either. No, I I did not. But so I mean. I think that that's the primary criticism is that they took Daniel Jones at quarterback. They should have taken uh, Haskins. Um, you know, if if they didn't, if they let's say they did take Haskins, and then Daniel Jones was still available at number seventeen, they can't take him then, obviously. But if they, I mean, if Daniel Jones is going to be the future quarterback of the New York Giants, whether you take him at number six or you take him at number seventeen, what does it matter? Right, I mean they. Why take them at all? <laughs> there you go. That's why waste? Why waste a draft pick on that? At Where's a... Washburn? Where's Washburn at? Uh, what do you mean? That was your that was your sixth round pick at 180th overall, Corey oh. Bellantine from Washburn. <laughs> I, you can't. You can't so even Daniel Jones. You can't even start o- talking o- about Johnny Zeminine. And Corey Bellantine. And you got from somebody Duke, from Hampton High School, Duke, too, I think. Let me see. Duke, Old Dominion, and Washburn. Washburn, yeah. Hmm. I don't know where Washburn no is. No wonder they're 32. Google it. Where's Washburn at? Okay, let's look. I got my. I happen to have this up. Put, put that on a poll, Travis. See, see if uh, anybody knows where Washburn was before Corey Bellantine was picked. Washburn the University. Where it's at. Topeka, Kansas. Oh, I'm sure. No one lives in Kansas. Ninety-eight percent of the, <laughs> of the listeners would have known that. You know what? It's it's no. kind of funny. You guys keep on mentioning stuff, and every place that we've mentioned so far is generally a basketball school. We talk about oh, yeah, Kansas, Washburn. right? Can- Hang well, no, on. No, no, no. Does, does New York Giants know that they're a football team? That's that's now I'm questioning it. I'm I'm curious as well because <laughs> they picked uh you know from Duke. I think the New York. I think the New York Knicks suck, don't they? So you're talking about New York being a basketball place? No, no, no. I'm, That's well, a good no, no. point. 
He he's talking about from the the standpoint of the fact that they've drafted the people that they drafted. They drafted someone from um, Auburn, who is now, I mean, pretty much that's going to be a, uh, a a basketball school. They've got Darius Slayton. <laughs> ODU, that's a basketball school. They've got Kansas, that's a basketball area. State? Are you saying Auburn isn't a football school? Uh, I know this is Alabama bias. Please don't say that. <laughs> they are now. They are now a basketball oh, school. Okay. They're, they're now, okay. You, so you ask ask any Auburn fan, they're going to tell you that we're we're no longer a football school. Uh, we're just we're going to stick to what we're good at, and that's basketball. So, and they they actually are pretty good at basketball. Do they have a chance to go again uh, as far as they did this year? Probably no. not. But. Uh, probably not they have a lot of the same players once, coming back once every so. decade yeah probably it's kind of like uh the orioles and norfolk competitive state. or yeah norfolk state <laughs> well i mean so i mean they've norfolk state they was it two years ago it wasn't too long ago was it no it was it was about four or five years ago you talk about when they went to the um the elite eight yeah yeah and then they got molly whopped and they got mopped the floor with <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, still for a school, for a small school like that to make make it to the elite eight, I mean that's fantastic. And then you had VCU went uh, a couple years after that, I think. Yeah. Um, and that was when who was the coach then? God, I forgot his name. Like, it wasn't Smarty Jones. That was the guy who the the horse that ran in the Kentucky Derby a couple years ago. <laughs> but like, it was Shaka, like, Shaka or something. That was Shaka it. That's Smart it. Shaka. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was him, and he ended up. He had like he played full court press all the time, yeah, the whole game, they, which they was crazy to hear that year. Yeah, and then he, I think he's uh, actually coaching in Texas now, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. He got a big contract after he took VCU to the next level. Yeah. Speaking of football, are y'all doing any fantasy this year? <clears throat> I haven't. I haven't decided no. whether or not I am. I haven't. I haven't done it in forever. No, I, I it's it's too much of a commitment, it. man. Yeah, I just yeah. yeah, I don't have the time to to commit to it either myself. Uh, but we haven't talked about the XFL yet, and I was listening about it, and you know that the season starts February eighth, the weekend after the Super Bowl. What I big contracts they received, huh? Yeah, well, you heard? did you hear about how they're trying to do the advertising? No. They want to do like on the jerseys and on the helmet advertising, like NASCAR. Yes, and oh. like soccer. <laughs> Actually, basketball is starting to do that. If you look closely during the playoffs right now, they'll have one or two um, sponsors on their jerseys, like Harley Davidson or really, you know, big time. Oh yeah, just small. And they're not big. Yeah, yeah, they're not big. You'll see one or two little patches, and it's. They're they're the sponsors. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, you uh, UFC I did mean, that for that... a while, but then they now they've they've gone completely the other direction. They only have one. They only allow one sponsor on the uh, on the gear at all, and it's Reebok. So well, Vince well, Vince McMahon said he's doing that because it will alleviate the the pressure of having money. You're guaranteed exposure no matter what. Well, yeah, and he sure. said that. well there's. Their exposure is going to be on on ABC, ESPN, Fox Sports, and FS1. Yeah, that's good. Oh, they also Big said tracks. Oh yeah, well they said they also were going to find it. Will you be able to watch the game? Any game? There's not going to be any blackout dates for any teams anywhere. And they said there was going to be a YouTube presence to watch all the games. Also, 
along with other streaming services, what those are, I don't know. But to me, the NFL needs to learn from that because I don't want to pay for the NFL network to watch these games, these blackout games or whatever, or have the Dish network and pay for the, the package so I can watch 15 games at one time. I don't want to do that. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I think that streaming is it's kind of where it's going. I think that having the ability – they, they need to be making their money the same way that uh, TV has for decades, uh, if not uh, almost a century. And that's by utilizing the you know commercials. I mean, that you know exactly who your, your, uh, your people are that are watching, what the demographics are. You know who the market is, so you can even better uh, position your, your marketing and your advertising. If they're looking at things like, uh, YouTube, they've got even more demographic data so that you can have personalized uh, ads for, you know, in the middle where you're getting, lo- you could even get down to local advertising for a particular uh, segment. I-, I think there's there's a lot to be done with the uh, the streaming the space. ad space, yeah, and ads in general. Um, well, he said they he's having the the sponsors on the on the uniforms to cut down on the commercial so you see more football yeah. is what he said. I don't that's know not much the way that's that. yeah, that's not the way it's going to happen. What they're going to do is that's that's basically frictionless money, right? If they get additional money without doing anything extra, and they're just going to pile on on the other stuff. I, that's I just don't see that as being uh, realistic at all. Um, well, here's another thing I have to ask you as far as that goes. Will you watch it? No, I, no, I've already said I'm not watching it. They don't have a Birmingham team. I'm not watching it. There's no, like, there, well, so damn, all I, of, I wouldn't watch anything then if that was the case. We don't have any team. All, all, we talked about this a little bit. I don't remember if we talked about it the last time we were here, but like all the teams are in regions that already have professional football. Except for one, St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah, except for St. Louis, which, you know, they moved to the Rams. But all the other teams, all, all of them, have a professional presence already. So you're you're But once again, just because Birmingham didn't succeed in their league uh that they were in. They did. Has, they made the playoffs. But the league didn't succeed. That's is what true. I'm saying. Yeah. I agree. That um doesn't mean that they can't regroup the 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 owners of that team and and expand into the XFL. Yeah, if they have an expansion team, and that's a good idea. They get the, that's a really good idea. They pick up the right. Birmingham Iron, or uh, you know, they put a team for Birmingham here. I'll yeah, I'll watch it. And I'm not saying here's the thing. I'm going to watch a couple of um, a couple of games. It's it's going to be on when to. there's no other football on. Uh, so there's no reason not to. I, I actually there's no other sports on really. This the Super Bowl will have just finished. It'll be exactly like the AAF was this year. It starts directly after the the Super Bowl. So there's really no reason not to watch it. Um, but I, I won't I won't be following it as closely as I did the Birmingham Iron. I watched I think six or seven other games, and I you know I've definitely followed the scores that was all live. Of them, wasn't it? Uh, no, they, they went through eight weeks. Um, so, you know, I, I followed the scores live when I couldn't watch them live. Uh, we actually went to, uh, one of the games, uh, this season as well. So yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm going to watch it. I, I say no, because I'm, I'm being, uh, kind of trolly about it, but ultimately I'll watch a game or two to see how it is. I, I want to see some of the new rules that they put in place and see how they work out. 
uh, and see if there's anything that the NFL can take from it. Because, again, I think that it's time for the NFL to start trying to do something to be more, uh, I guess, progressive, be a little bit more, you know, forward thinking with the way that the, the sport is. Um, but yeah, overall. well, in my opinion, they're being too progressive. Don't touch the quarterback. Well, um, no, 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 no. You're thinking progressive from the no, not from the political standpoint. I'm talking about progressive and and pushing the like pushing the the league forward and doing things that are you know innovative. Maybe innovative is a better word uh, to use than progressive. There you there. go. Um, I would like to see. And them I really be more haven't. Innovative. I haven't really heard much of the rules on how the XFL is going to be implementing those rules either well there so, was a couple of them like I, they're getting away they're with let, i'm hoping they're gonna let them play well they're getting rid of like the fair yeah. catch if i'm not mistaken there's a couple things like that but like you have to give them five yards I, there, there were a couple things they're all good things i think they're all they're great things that will help improve the uh, the pace of play um one of my buddies actually was talking to me or sent me a message he was listening to the podcast that we did on the aaf and things like that and he said that there's something called like call your play football that's starting up where it's very similar to the way the AAF was where you could like on the app, you could determine what the next play was going to be. But this one allows you to uh, select the next play. So like they're going to, ha- they're basically every play that they do is going to be based off of what the, the fans who are watching choose them to do. So if they're like, you need to, pa- if they're, it's like a poll, basically they're going to put up a poll what should we do here? People are going to select what they think the next play should be, and that the team's going to run that play. Like, why in the hell would you even have a coach then? I'm, I'm not saying that they. I don't know. I don't know if they do have coaches or what. I, I I haven't looked into it enough. I briefly looked at the the uh, the league just to see what it was, and I couldn't get a really good feel or a really good uh, kind of feel for how the the league worked or anything like that. I'm going to probably do a little bit more research on that for our next podcast and, and talk about that a little bit just because I did it did seem interesting um, that you could that possibly do that. where maybe And maybe you have a coach to do defense. It didn't sound like they were very focused on allowing the fans to pick defensive plays, uh, but they were uh, allowing them to pick offensive plays. And, I, again, I don't think it got so granular as to say, like, you know, we're going to go 32 blue, you know, I don't know. It's probably going to be say. broke down to run, pass, option. Right. Choose. Exactly. Uh, but you know what? That gave me a great idea just now. What I if they did? It. What if they did like <laughs> a, a, a call? Like you know, like was he down? Did was it a catch? What if they put it in the hands of the viewers? Yeah. Like that's definitely a catch, and you got the vote on it instead of the ref. So <laughs> I, I think a good idea. I think that would be neat. Here's the problem, though. When you look at uh, I already teams, know what you're going to say. Well, when you look at teams like the Patriots, right? Then you have you have a you have a bias by the fact that they have a billion fans that are watching the game, and they're watching and they're like, oh no, he totally got his foot in bounds, and just because and they're that's playing. Home- Home field advantage. No, that's now called fan advantage, which I guess is a exactly. good thing, right? Is a good thing. But if you're not winning, if you're not winning, then you're not. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I I can kind of see the the incentive there to to do it, but it also seems like you might get calls that are going to affect the outcome of the game. That is just because there's did, a on, homerism. Did you not watch the St. Louis game or which, the L.A. Rams game? Which one? I mean, you said the, the one with the, against the, the Saints. The one. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I actually I did not. So you're trying I to tell not, me but... we couldn't call that? I mean, we couldn't call that, and neither I, I don't understand. Like that that was clearly pass interference. The Rams should have never but, went to the Super Bowl. But right. let me it's... ask you, Travis. There's still right. that percentage of the Rams fans that said no, that was not pass interference. Right, that they thought it was clean. And yeah. if you and, have that, obviously it wasn't when, you know, especially a play like that, which I did see the play. I didn't watch the game. I did see the play. If you have something like that, where that play has that much of an impact on your going to the Super Bowl or you're not going to the Super Bowl, your team is going to be like, I, I mean, yeah, no, that was not pass interference. I'm not, I, there's no way that was pass interference. You know, your fans are going to be but, that way. Okay. For a second. Okay. Just imagine everybody in the whole who watches the NFL is watching that game. Mm-hmm. The only people who are going to vote for that uh, that particular instance would be the Rams fans. Mm-hmm. Everybody else would have been like, and people who bet against who bet against the Saints. There, right, there are other aspects percentage. of that. How many? How, yeah, but you, how many millions of people watch that game? And everybody, everybody with a set of eyes because they knows didn't, right, that was because they didn't have any skin in the game. They didn't have any ability to, to like. There was no incentive for them to to go anywhere or not. So that's why there was all but, the the discussion, the controversy, and everything. Now let me there. let me ask you on that on that particular play. You know they were they they showed it on instant replay, instant replay, instant is on. Good morning, America. Um, but during that point in time, during that game, is is it reviewable and reversible? Mm, I didn't. Pass an interference call? No, I don't. I don't no, you can't. You can't reverse because, a non-call. Obviously, because you can't reverse they, a non-call. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's that's what I thought, and that's that's the problem with the rules in the NFL because that determined the outcome of the game on who was going to the Super Bowl right. at that point. But they need to go during the winter meetings or whatever meetings they go to during the off season and say, hey, we need to re-implement this type of situation where the referee screwed up, we've seen what happened, and it has to be reviewable. And it can be reversed. Yeah, the the AAF actually implemented that with what they called the Sky Judge. The Sky Judge was a was a supposedly unbiased individual who was watching the game, or a you know like a a committee. Or is watching. he biased? But, Thank you. You're talking. That's like in, trying in, to say. No, 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 no. that's what I'm saying. It's an a individual. It, no, no, no. It's a, it's a committee. It's not like one person. It's not like an individual. It's like they're in New York, but they call it. Okay. But they call it the Sky Judge. And the Sky Judge had the ability to, if they saw something that was egregious, whether it was a non-call or if it was a call on the field that was incorrectly determined, they had the ability to overrule the overrule it or actually stop the play and call it um, on both sides. And I don't, I really don't remember too many times that 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 the the Sky Judge actually got uh, utilized. But um, yeah, well, that was one that play that very should ominous. be. Reviewable Sky Judge. With with that being said, gentlemen, <laughs> I I have got yeah. to get out of here. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed uh, chatting today, and uh, absolutely, I had a great time as usual. It was a good time. All right, as always. Uh, there we Enjoy. Go. Yep, y'all have a great day. All right, you y'all too. too.